So this past week in the NBA has been uh, another interesting one. And when you know it, again, we're dealing with uh, a problem with China. And this started back at the very beginning of October. Things sort of blew up with the tweets. We had a whole week where things started to calm down after the NBA had done some repair work. There were still rumblings, but things had started to calm down. And now we've got a problem again. And it was all put together by one little comment from the what would you would argue is the leader of the league right now, a player, LeBron James. So on this overtime episode, it is uh, going to all be about LeBron James, what's happening right now, what he maybe should have said, and how this could really end up tarnishing LeBron's legacy and some parallels to has this happened before in certain situations like this. So this is an overtime episode where we're going to be covering what's happening now, how it affects the NBA, how it's going to affect us going into the season. Let's dive in. Let's do it. This is the Upshot Podcast. We're about to break down the biggest moments in the NBA. And why they matter now. This is the Upshot Podcast. So <laughs> here we are. I am uh, I'm here tonight with uh, the wonderful Nick Atkins. Hey, how you doing, buddy? It's not going away, Ben. <laughs> no, it won't go away, Ben. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing good. I have been watching this uh, LeBron drama uh, slash China drama unfold now for two weeks. And wouldn't you know it, it's right as we're getting into uh, the NBA season. And <laughs> as we're prepping for the very beginning of everything to kick off next week. We're hanging out here on a Wednesday night. It's about 10 o'clock where we're at, and the news just continues to flow uh, on the China problem. And, and this week, uh, it was just as it was starting to die down a little bit, LeBron James uh, of the Lakers decides to take a big can of gasoline and pour it on top. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, out of, out of the gate um, – just as I feel before we get into timelines and explaining all of this, you know, really quickly, how are you feeling about this, Nick? Like, I mean, like, what is your general feel of what went down? Um, and, and just three words, two to three words of what this looks like. I feel gross. It makes me feel gross, man. It, yeah. It was one of those things where, you know, if we were just watching some some preseason Grizz tonight, so if Dylan Brooks comes out with a statement, I'm not, you know, we're we're not doing a podcast on that probably. Right? And <laughs> right. so we're waiting on LeBron James to come forward. Everybody was, and we knew it was going to happen at some point. The guy was in China when this stuff was going down, and and I, uh, I'm not sure I was uh, prepared for how disappointed I would be. I mean, it really did. I text you whenever, whenever it came out, and I just told you, I was like, "Man, this is, this is awful." And who, who, who is? Uh, I, I know who's advising the guy. I think that's what's terrible. And 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 that was the first thing that came to mind, and the first thing that you and I discussed was like, "Man, you had a week. You had a week to come up yeah. with something, man." <laughs> and, and we'll get into it, and we'll get into it, and, and but that's exactly where I'm at. It just makes me feel gross. It makes me feel like this was extremely un un. <laughs> prepared terribly and I had it in my head that LeBron James for the last week has been preparing a statement very carefully and, and planning a time and you know doing this in a way that everybody would walk away feeling like LeBron James was a leader um, and because this was a this was actually an excellent opportunity and for someone that I feel like at this point in their career 
is extremely locked into their legacy. This was a moment where LeBron James could have been a leader. And instead, LeBron James has made most people, most folks uh, in the country feel bad about this. Um, and, and granted, we're not the only fans in the world, but this just does not look good. So real quick, let's recap. And then Nick, you know, feel free to stop me on any of these points. But it all starts to go down. If you really want to rewind and get a sense of this, if you haven't been following this because you're like, I'm not really into the politics of all this, I completely understand. We're going to get into basketball and how it affects basketball. But just to recap really quickly, Friday, October 4th, it's October 4th. And Daryl Morey of the Houston Rockets tweets out um, something in support of the people protesting in Hong Kong. And these are people that have been protesting for three months. They've been trying to, you know, get their freedom. Uh, and, it, you know, we're not going to get into the politics of this, but this comes out. And within minutes, as we talked about when we did this podcast last week about just this issue, uh, really quickly, this tweet gets deleted, but it's too late. Right. It's Far, far, far too late. And then Saturday, October 5th, uh, we get a response from China. Um, and, I mean, this is where they decide that they're going to basically boycott the Houston Rockets, which if you all know anything, Nick, why are the Houston Rockets so famous yeah. uh, in in China? And this is, this is big because the Houston Rockets are big because of one person pretty much. Yeah, it's Yao Ming. Yeah, and, and we talked a little bit about that on the first China pod that we did, but Yao came over, I think it was like in 2002. It was a huge deal, really, really big deal. And and oddly enough, I mean, you, you don't even think about how big of a deal those things are until you're reminded by something like this, but just something as, as small as that, Yao Ming's been retired for years, the better part of a decade now, but he was with that franchise for his entire career as far as the NBA goes, and Houston is still one of the, if not the number one team over there, uh, one of the top two teams as far as uh, uh, viewership over in China. Yeah. And so, you know, as we covered the other day, Houston Rockets are, what, if not the biggest team, one of the biggest teams in China. And if you look at the championship last year, which, of course, Houston wasn't even in, um, <laughs> the championship was viewed by more people. The NBA championship was viewed by more people in China than there even are in the United States of America. It, it's absolutely crazy. So, we're talking money, and that's the stage we're sort of setting here is there's a lot of money in China. I saw a stat, uh, not to cut you off. I saw a stat. Go ahead. No, go. It's 15% of league revenue, what China pours into wow. the NBA. So that's <laughs> that's huge. Yeah, that's, that's, and that's something we didn't cover last right. time that we, we talked about this. So 15%. And on Saturday, October the 5th, when China responds to this, um, <laughs> it, it starts to become China versus the Rockets. And there's a lot of posturing by China that they're going to and, – and I say posturing very much so uh, everyone understands what was actually happening here. There was a lot of posturing from the Chinese government to say, hey, we need somebody to punish uh, this team. And we have power. We have money and all this. And you know, like I said, not taking anything away from if, – if you disagree with me, I would love to hear what you think. But this was definitely a posturing move at first. And so, fine. Everybody's allowed to do that. If you have, if it's, you're sponsoring something or you're deeply invested in something, and they do something you don't like, you're more free, especially in this country, to say something and to you know threaten to pull your money. Anyways, 
Uh, China is a very different place than the United States. We get into Sunday, October sixth. Daryl uh, Morey apologizes. <laughs> uh, he's you know he goes not, through so that go, well, go it's a point I was going to bring go up ahead. later. Where is sorry in there? You see sorry in there? I'm looking. I know he's. I'm looking at the tweet um, right now. I know it's it, because I, this is something that I have I've had to reconsider too. Not to get ahead of ourselves here, but. You know, I think he it was one of those things about sorry if you were offended by what I said, but that's not I don't I think that's a quote unquote, yeah. necessarily quote unquote an apology. And and it certainly wasn't a, <laughs> uh, an apology that China was looking for. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I think that if you look at it, he said he was sorry he offended anyone. And he sort of said, maybe maybe you should just understand this is my interpretation of the event. And it's just me. It's just me. And the overall, if you go back and read those tweets, um, and I read them the last time we went through it, but if you go back and read those tweets, that's pretty much what was said there. And uh, that's when things start to get sort of go off the rails even more. And this is what sort of triggers the NBA to say, we've got to actually say something as a league. And um, also, right around this time, uh, the NBA as a response (laughs) – this is when Joseph Sai starts to jump in of the Brooklyn Nets. Right. He's the owner of the Nets who he just happens to be involved uh, with China in a very big way because his company, how he became a billionaire, how he became someone that was able to do all kinds of things with sports here in the United States, uh, is very tied into China. And so we have a lot of interesting ties here. Uh, and Maury comes out and basically, you know, apologizes, quote unquote, doesn't really. But then Joseph Sai comes out and starts to uh, kind of condemn yeah. this tweet and, you know, the apology and the things that are happening. And this is when October 7th, uh, that Sunday was October 6th, October 7th, Monday, uh, Adam Silver comes out, the commissioner of the NBA, and starts to explain what the NBA actually uh, where they stand on this. And I thought this was a very measured thing. We said this last time, this was a very measured response from Adam Silver. He said, you know, we're not going to, we believe in free speech. We're not going to um, tell our players what they can and can't say. We're not going to tell any of our people that are associated with what they can and cannot say. That is part of what the U.S. is all about. But we do feel bad if we hurt anyone's feelings. <laughs> and, right, right. And and we're ready to deal with the consequences, yes. which I which – I was all for this statement. I wish this would have been the NBA's first statement, but I was all for this. Statement. Yeah. So he says this and we still have, you know, China pulling things. Um, and I don't know if it was posturing or if they were, but all of a sudden on one day after this statement, uh, we get China, all of the sponsors of the NBA pull at the same time. And we called out that this did not look like what it looks like when sponsors pull their support in the U S it's one after the other. This was all at once. It was very coordinated. It looked like a government action. So that's sort of where it stands. And oh, by the way, by the way, at this point, uh, this is where we do last week's podcast. This was on a Wednesday night, right around the same time, around 10 p.m. is when we knew we had to do this one, just like this week. Uh, (laughs) And this is right around the time where we have our teams uh, about to play games in China. And to be honest, we don't know if these games are going to happen or if at the last minute. We were wrong on our predictions. We were wrong. We predicted we pre- totally predicted that we were going to have players flying out yep. of China uh, after games got canceled. However, uh, there were concessions made. There was a media blackout uh, where you know you couldn't do a lot of things, in, you know, in China. Uh, but the games happened, and people were at the games, and people 
were excited about you know what was going on and the players were there from everything that I saw footage from that mm-hmm. uh there was there was a good vibe there was a good vibe it, it, I'm sure there was some weird things happening in people's heads but there was a good vibe place was packed I know that looked like they they got a place, crowd place was absolutely packed yeah. And so we, we do this and it's weird. We have, you know, I saw Rachel Nichols uh, that this was Rachel Nichols was the one that I have really watched. She was there. She was on the ground. She was reporting. She was really my source of, hey, this is what's actually happened. So props to uh, I, I have to give props to Rachel Nichols because I thought she reported on this extremely, extremely well. Yeah. Um, and so we have this. It's weird. Everybody walks away. All our people come home. Um, and it's sort of a strange vibe. Things still aren't great, but you know, things aren't great right now with the United States and China anyway, that we can get into the politics of that, but no, no, thank you. Uh, not right now, but now we're over to the beginning of this week. Everything starts to blow over from Wednesday to Sunday night. And then we get into more preseason stuff. And we get LeBron James coming out on October 14th. And this is, yeah. <laughs> once again, this is the beginning of the week. This is Monday of this week. LeBron James comes out and he calls out the tweet. Now, there's no real reason to call that tweet out. Let, let's really examine this. If you're really paying attention here, LeBron James can make a statement on everything that's happened without throwing Daryl under the bus. and. To be honest, LeBron James can can come off, and, and I'll kind of say what my, what, you know, what mine would have been. Please, yeah. But LeBron James can come out, not say a word about Daryl, really, never say his name, and he can say some good things. He's had a week to prepare, but on October the fourteenth, two thousand nineteen, it's a Monday. LeBron comes out, basically throws Daryl under the bus, and says, "You know what? You need to consider what else is happening. You need to think more of yourself." And I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but. He basically says, you need to be more educated on something when you speak about it. And <laughs> this is this is a problem. But he also said he also goes into this vibe of, you know, we had a rough week last week and you need to consider all the things people went through because of what you did. And that's the vibe that came across. Now, go look at the exact quote. You can watch him say these things. Um, but very much. There was a signal sent that we do not condone what this person yeah. said. Okay, fine. But this is not the situation where you do this. So from this point forward, almost immediately, I'm on Reddit. I'm in uh, you know Facebook groups that are very NBA-focused. We have our own, by the way. You all should yeah. join uh, <laughs> our Facebook group. If you go to upshotpodcast.com, you can join our Facebook group. You can follow our page. And we we want to have this discussion with you too. But I, I'm in several NBA groups and we're talking about this, not only there, but on Reddit. People explode. People absolutely explode at this because there is no one who doesn't see what LeBron James says as a, I'm trying to make up with China, the, the Chinese right. government. Specifically, the Chinese government. And so this is a problem. LeBron James should have come out. He should have come out and said, listen, we're in a tough spot. There's a lot of things that a lot of people don't understand, myself included, because he made it very clear that he didn't really understand what he was talking about when he said this, which is why what he said was ironic with Daryl doesn't know, you know, needs to be more educated. Right. But he comes out and said he should say this. He should say there's some things going on as a league 
as players, we are doing our best to make sure that we are doing everything we can to condone free speech across the world. But we also understand this is a very difficult political situation that is bigger than all of us, and we're doing our best to deal with it. And let me just say I support free speech. And walk away. Right. And walk let away. me as – as, not as a counter – but let me tell you why he can't do that, and let me tell you why I absolutely hate his statement. Okay, so go ahead. You know, LeBron is is typically a pretty well spoken guy. That was another thing too. Is I was kind of joking around about it at first because I was just so taken aback. But it was it certainly wasn't eloquent, right? It, it was a right. it was oddly worded. And what I if I was a betting man, okay, I'd say that yeah, they had a week, and yes, they prepared the best way to go about it. And he just absolutely screwed it up. And it was terrible because and I saw, you know, you said Rachel Nichols. I was, I watched the jump. It's a good show on ESPN and Rachel's the host of that. And I, uh, Kendrick Perkins is on there, I believe now as well. And he was essentially espousing this view that, look, this was really about play safety, right? That's what LeBron was trying to say is we're over there and Daryl Morey releases this treat, this tweet and, and now we're all in trouble and, and we're in danger. And look, that's bullshit. Okay. I mean, it, it, for, there's no other word. It is because I, I understand it. And LeBron tried right. to, we'll read the, his, his tweets after this first bungled statement because he's clearly trying to do that. But what I think happened was this it's, hey, man. And my buddy had to remind me of this this week. Um, we talk about it. There's a ton of ton of revenue pouring into the league from China, right? That's number one. We have deals over there. A lot of Lakers players have shoe deals over there, okay? There's a lot of different money coming in from China. You've got Space Jam 2, okay, which is going <laughs> to open worldwide, okay? Um, and so, hey, the Chinese aren't going to be comfortable with you just coming out and saying, you know what, I, don't feel, I didn't feel safe and I'm upset about that, but I can't speak on it, okay? That's, that, uh, frankly, that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting. And it's LeBron, how can we sit down and try to craft a statement where we play into player safety, uh, but also we attack the person that this is probably all over if he's fired a night after the tweet. You agree, Ben? I mean, not all over, but we're certainly not here. Would you agree with that? Um, no, not at all. Okay. I, I believe okay. I believe if he gets fired for that statement. I believe this is actually a much bigger issue in the U.S. Oh, there's no doubt. Uh, there's no doubt here, but do you? But it's over. That's with what China. I'm saying. So that, yes, it's over. That's with what China. I'm saying. 100. And, so, and so again, I don't think he can. I don't think he can come out and just say, you know what, do what Kerr did, right? Just say, look, I don't feel comfortable enough speaking on this. Um, we didn't feel safe over there, and uh, and uh, you know that's my statement. Two two things with that. Okay, one, that's not on Daryl Morey anyway. If you didn't feel safe over there, your beef is with Adam Silver, okay? You, 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 it could have brought you home anytime, and it never happened. Two, right? Uh, you know, I keep seeing this word thrown around. We talked about it. I'm not going to go back and read Sai's statement, but we talked about it last week. You seeing a lot of uneducated and misinformed thrown around, Ben? I sure am. Right? Buzzword from somewhere. I'll look, LeBron says <laughs> yeah. Daryl Morey yeah. wasn't educated on the situation. Later, he said he was misinformed. Joseph Sai's statement says, I take – at face value, Daryl Morey's subsequent apology. Again, I don't believe he apologized, but I take his subsequent apology at face value that he was not as well informed as he should have been. Again, I've seen what Daryl Morey has said in his tweets, and I'm reading both those. 
Morey never said he wasn't very well informed. In fact, I have a feeling Daryl Morey was very well informed. And the more that I see, I think this tweet was was designed to come out exactly when we were going over there. Okay, and so I I don't think Daryl Morey's misinformed, and I think that that's yeah. a buzzword being Agreed. thrown around quite a bit of. Maybe that satisfies uh, the, whatever the Chinese influence over there with this is. This guy says this was one rogue idiot, essentially, right? But they don't jibe. They don't jibe at all, okay? First off, you, I didn't believe you felt unsafe from your first statement anyway. That's fine. But again, it has nothing to do with Daryl Morey. I understand that he's the one who released the tweet. You could have came home. We thought you guys were coming home. They could have brought you home. And so your beef wouldn't be with Daryl Morey on that really. Any, it would be with Adam Silver. And so, uh, you know, it. I think it was a way for him to try to minimize damage. I think he really screwed it up. I think it's a way to protect money. And and the reason that I come back to the word gross is because when I see what he what he's said and what he's tweeted after, I mean, he tweeted after, let me be, let me clear up the confusion. I don't. I do not believe there was any consideration for the consequences and ramifications of the tweet. I'm not discussing. Others can talk about that. My team in this league just went through a difficult week. I think people need to understand what a tweet or statement can do to others, and I believe nobody stopped and considered what would happen. Could have waited a week. No, I don't. I don't believe that at all. Okay, I think Daryl knew exactly what he was doing. Uh, I don't think you were worried about your safety. Frankly, I think you're worried about your wallet, and I think you bungled your statement to where I can absolutely see through it. That's how I feel about it. Well, let's just sort of open up what's actually happening here in America. Um, in China, I, I think that we've got a government that is having some issues with uh, their trade <laughs> with us right now, and we are this close to cutting off trade uh, with actually Hong Kong. Um because we know that if that gets cut off, it's it's a much bigger deal. You know, there, there. If that's what you have to understand, what's actually happening in Hong Kong with the freedom that is there opens up trade. Um, and someone smarter than me could actually elaborate on that a lot more. But the problem here is this: in America, what we woke up to this last week was number one. I mean, I follow the NBA pretty closely. Nick, you follow it closer, even closer than I do. Probably too much time spent on Frank. <laughs> but it's just so damn fun. One of the things that I think most of America wakes up to um, that's paying attention to this in the last week is they wake up to the fact that there is so much money being poured into U.S. entertainment from China. I think we all knew that there was money, but I don't think we knew how much money. And when you start to understand there's more people that watch the, the finals, the NBA championship, than there are in the U.S. total. Yeah, That's when you start to understand the magnitude here. And all of a sudden, you start taking these people that in this country are speaking out about civil rights. They're speaking out about you know class warfare. They're speaking out and they're helping in the U.S. They're speaking out against the president. They're speaking yeah. out against their you know, state representatives. When you start to see that and you see that and you see these people as leaders, and then all of a sudden what you believe they are actually speaking out is, is a universal, you start to understand that it's not a universal. You start to understand that it has very much to do with what's some maybe a little more convenient for their image. This yep. this put us in a weird spot. And, I, you know, what I relate it to is what people say about what we believe we are as Americans, what we say our ideals are, what is written uh, at the base of the Statue of Liberty versus what we actually are in our history is very different. Sometimes when you start to look at these these things, 
And this is sort of where we're at right now. We are seeing people that are understand LeBron James very much understands that his paycheck and not – let me be fair to LeBron. We're not talking about necessarily LeBron being greedy, but there's a lot of people that depend on LeBron. There's a lot of people that LeBron feels as if this – if he makes the wrong statement, there are people out of work. There are people yeah. that depend on him. There are people that you know he funds a lot of things, but also the other people in the NBA that are doing good things in their community are helping their communities. And what happens here is, is LeBron starts to think, and the NBA. Let's really let's let's bring it back to the NBA. They start to think, well, a lot of this stuff, our situation here gets worse. Not just ours as NBA players, but all of the people we affect gets worse if we lose the money coming in from China, which. That was the threat. That's been yeah. the threat with all those sponsorships, with all the things that went away. That is the actual threat going on. And let me tell you, you start getting into what Nike has involved there. Um, we're talking about some big things too. So we're not just talking about NBA money. We're talking about all the things that feed off of the NBA. And like I said, I know that you, as, a, as someone that employs people – um, Some of that money goes to good places, right? I mean, we could we could probably safely does. say that exactly. And 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 but but and I think this is where you're at too. And this is why it's gross. This is why it feels gross. This is why we all feel dirty about what's happening to our NBA right now in this whole situation. Is you start to look up and you're starting to say, at what cost does my enjoyment? At what cost does what we're doing over here? At what real cost? Is that happening when we have the ability to do something and and uh, and make change and make yeah. change? It's not like we don't have anything to offer China here. You're, there is no other product like the NBA. We've talked about that too. I mean, and and I think Adam Silver knows that, right? I mean, I, I that's what last week when we spoke about this too. One thing that we said. Now you and I both bet that they'd be coming home and they wouldn't be playing the games, right? But right. But, but you know. We also said it's odd that they're not home already, okay? So when you when you say posturing, I, I'm not sure who's got the better poker face. I'm not sure if they're not on the same side. You, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm not sure from a PR standpoint if if representatives from from the Chinese government are in a room with Adam Silver and they're both saying, you know what, we we understand each other's position here. We've got to clear this up. We both want this, but you know how can we delicately do this and. And the thing was, is it was dying down. I mean, it, it, it's not like that that things weren't canceled and, and shoe deals were canceled. And, and I understand that. But this, this is another thing we spoke of. I mean, the news cycle kind of starts to dominate and eventually you just stop reading about it. Right. And, yeah. and unless you're with your brother talking about a podcast you did, you're not really <laughs> thinking about it. Right. So, uh, you know, I mean, but LeBron did have to say something. And. You know, from my standpoint, whenever I sit back and look at why did he do this and, and why, at least it's my opinion, of course, that there was a that this was part of a strategy that LeBron just messed up. OK, uh, why not say nothing? And and when I sit back and I think about that and say, you know, if 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 LeBron and his advisors know that this safety thing is bullshit or even if the safety thing is valid, but you're going to get asked a follow up question. Right. Of course you are. You're going to get asked the follow up question. Why not just say nothing? And the thing that kind of that kind of breaks my heart about that is um, I don't think he felt like he could say nothing and still have the benefits 
that he gets from deals over there. You understand what I'm saying? I, I, and, and that's what bothers me, I think, the most about it. That's an assumption I'm making, but I, I just don't feel like you mess up a statement this much and you come out and say things like this without there being some, um, at least it's my position. I mean, again, I could be wrong, but I think that he had, he felt like he had to say something because saying nothing uh, could have lost him uh, whatever he had. And and that's what kind of breaks my heart about it. And, and, and honestly, I mean, it, it's, I'm not trying to pile on here. It's really, really hard not to lose respect for him. I just, yeah. I, I, it, it's really hard not to come away from this and not lose respect for him. This is growing up and really fast and seeing that your heroes aren't what you need them to be all the time. And yeah. uh, I think that's the thing that a lot of people woke up to this this week with LeBron is LeBron had to walk a line that none of us expected he'd have to walk. We all believe from the past LeBron, the things that he's tackled and the things that he's gone after and he spoke about in this country that were going on, that LeBron felt a certain way. And then all of a sudden, this flies in the face of who LeBron, who we believed he was. And so, yeah, I'm not saying you can't clean it up. I'm not saying there's not things that can I'm not happen. sure you can, man. <laughs> I'm not sure you can. I'm going to tell, tell you right yeah. now, the best thing for LeBron is um, exactly what he's doing right now. LeBron in the last day since this happened has shut up. Uh, he said one yeah. more thing about it, which more gasoline on the fire. I think it was today, today. but I think, yeah, I but think today, he's essentially, yeah. Today was pretty, Tuesday he said something that lit more stuff up. There's rumors started coming out that he had met with Adam Silver while they were over in China. And right. he had, he had you know, started some crap uh, with Adam uh, about, hey, we, if this had been a player, we would have been punished. And that's Adam all stuff. secondhand. I mean, right. who knows? I who mean, knows? We, I'm sure they spoke, <laughs> but who knows the the details of those conversations? Like I said, it's they still played. Right. So, I mean, it, you know, I, I, who I, knows? Think, right. I think the thing is, is this um, from my perspective, and he, he's just talking about basketball now. That's where LeBron needs to stay. Um, I, I don't think LeBron, I think LeBron has the presence of mind to understand that to be the leader of the league that he sees himself as he had to say something, but here's my, here's my thing. LeBron, I never want to tell LeBron James, he needs to be quiet about something because that's completely against what this whole thing is. Right. Right. But here's the thing that I think like if LeBron wanted to put out a statement on this, he should have put out a statement on this. It should have been written. Yeah. It should have been yeah. a press department. And then, of course, he's going to get questions after, but it makes it easier. And I think that this you know what? Is- Go to my statement. That's, yeah. that's Go to see my, my statement. statement. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's and, how I feel. And I'm trying to play basketball now. And you and know you what? And, yeah. We believe yeah. it. We believe you and I, that. Yeah. You and I are, we, we, we're PR guys and we're fascinated by this stuff. And it's, and it's not like LeBron doesn't have a team with it. And, and, I feel like his team failed him. Like, why would you put your guy? Why would you put? You know, it's coming. Why would you put your guy in that position? And again, look, it's it's not an excuse for LeBron because his, his tweets at they're no Listen, good, man. I but, love wherever side of the argument you fall on on this. Yeah. Whether you are, hey, I'm going to support China or I'm going to support, you know, what's happening in Hong Kong right now. That's you are free to say that. However, yeah. because we're in this country, we are also free to bag on this. And like I said, I guess I feel bad for even even suggesting that LeBron should be quiet about this. I think he's going to now. But I also think that the thing that really gets me and why we're doing this podcast in the first place is LeBron James is starting. We're seeing some cracks in the armor as you know, and, and that's what bothers us is because. I think all of us want to see deep down, uh, you know, especially me as a Lakers fan, I want to see LeBron James pull one more out. 
at least. I want to see him pull one more out. I want to see him go to L.A., finish up in L.A., and I want to see him pull one more championship out. You know, I want it to be something that's hard. I want to see him pull something Jordan-esque. And I want this time of my life when my kid is, you know, just starting to kind of get into basketball sure. and see this stuff. Yeah. I want him to have a Michael Jordan figure like LeBron. Yeah. The problem is now is now there's this thing, this cloud over ball. And I hate that. I hate that there's a cloud over not basketball. Not Lonzo Ball, correct? No, not Lonzo Ball. <laughs> so it by used, the way, Lonzo, it used to be LeBron and Lonzo. Lonzo's got to be like, oh my God, New Orleans is amazing. Am yeah. I right? Lonzo's got to feel like he dodged a bullet. And by the way, let me just say this because I think this is important. I have been watching, and it's preseason, I get it, but watching Lonzo and Zion <laughs> play together has been magical. It's like, really fun. I just enjoyed the heck out of it. But yeah, like right now, I think that, you know, after all the, the crap, I feel like Lonzo just feels like, man, it's good not to be in L.A. right now. It's good not <laughs> to be around L.A. media. Yeah. And I was going to ask you an unfair question and I'm just I'm, I'm going to quash it because I was going to say, no, let's say ask that, away. Well, let's do it. I love I love unfair questions. This is where I, this is where I don't have an answer. And then I'm going to get tweets um, <laughs> saying that. Hey. Let's they're going to burn questions. Yeah. They're going to go burn some uh, upshot logos and shirts. Yeah, yeah there you go. So yeah, yeah. No, go ahead. Nah, what do we you won't, got? I won't let you do that. We won't do that. But <laughs> but let's say everybody wants happens. to hear this. Yeah, go ahead. Well, let's say it happens in June. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm again. This is all. It wouldn't happen in June. But let's say it happens in June and LeBron is going into the finals. Okay, right. so let's say he just come out came out of the Western Conference Finals. We've got whatever Eastern Conference team. Cough, Philly. That's just my bet, but who knows. But they come out of the finals. And then let's say Daryl tweets this now, okay? Right. And and I get what you're saying because, I mean, I <laughs> I had a Michael Jordan growing up. And, and, and uh, I you know, I don't know who the next guy is. We don't we, – we, you and I both don't know that, right? Right. But let's say that this happens then. Does it – does it taint it for you? I mean, if, if I mean, I, I understand, and the, the thing, I, you can't take away anything from LeBron on the court, and he's just phenomenal to watch. And, and honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing him get one either. But does it taint it for you? I mean, if it happens then and he's in the finals, does this kind of, uh, does this kind of uh, taint things a little bit for you? I think that's a great question. And I think that uh, anybody listening to this, it, you have to understand the difference between what preseason, the season that LeBron came off of last year, uh, versus, you know, if we are in finals time and, and LeBron's still playing and he's going for it and he's going for something that we all kind of wanted to see or, you know, because he's not indestructible. But I think the thing that happens is this. I, I look at this two different ways because I've actually examined this question in my head. If the exact same thing happens, it's 10 times worse because everybody's watching. Yeah. Right now we're in a state where it's preseason. We don't have the height of basketball. We've got all these other distractions happening. Um, so like, you know, I've heard people that said our, our last podcast that uh, we did on China was their source of information on it. Right. And so, you know, we're sort of in this place, but if this happens, then uh, the stakes are much higher. But here, here's the thing. You want to talk about legacy. You want to talk about things that cement your legacy. If we're in that situation and LeBron goes the other way and he says, all he has to say is, I believe in freedom of speech and I believe everybody on the planet should have it. Oh, my gosh. Screw Philly at that point, right? I'm, I'm rooting for the Lakers. Everybody's rooting for the Lakers. 
And I love that you're making your prediction there, guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to sneak in my sneak my it final in. That's that's yeah. good. So, um, by the way, we just we covered our season preview on the last podcast. Make sure you go back and listen to that. Uh, but I think that's the thing. If LeBron comes out and does that, and then LeBron wins the championship, mm-hmm. LeBron is in the conversation again because LeBron falls in and out for me for goat. He's he's one of the greatest players of all time. I don't think he is the greatest player of all time. Right. Um, he's one of the greatest athletes too, but not, yeah. not the greatest, you know, because there's a level of showmanship that has to be involved. And you want to talk about why Jordan is, it's not that Jordan was the best athlete. It's or not the that best Jordan. person, by the way. No, I mean, that's, that's the, the other thing person. too, is like, and you let's, know, that- let's give LeBron some credit here. Jordan was not around when the internet was this. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, I and, mean, and thank God for him, for a guy that there's a, I don't know how strong the rumor is, but for a guy that there's at least a hint of a rumor out there that he went and played baseball because Stern had to suspend him for his gambling problem. Yeah, You know what I mean? I, mean, I feel like we could do a whole pod just on Jordan rumors, and I feel like that would be fascinating. There, there's some um, pretty good ones. Yeah. If you guys want us to do that pod, let us know because because yeah. I, I would love to put that one on the list. But getting back to the, where we're at, I feel like if you're in that situation, it's worse. It's 100% worse if everybody says what they've already said because – Everybody, we have so many more people watching at that point. Right now, it sort of slips under the radar. People hear about it. They're like, oh, I kind of heard about that and whatever. But if it's right around that time, you get a lot more people interested. A lot of people that aren't as hardcore as we are get to watching this, and it's completely unavoidable. When I go to CNN, when I go to CNN and the front page, I can't tell the difference between CNN and ESPN. Right. That's when I know something's off balance. You're hitting a, a giant cross section of of news and and hitting and an audience. I, that, right. So today, today I'm on CNN. I'm on ESPN. I'm on Fox. I'm checking all the major news sites that you know are out there from several different political persuasions, and everybody's covering this. Yeah, and. Yeah. It's, you know, whether it's a distraction for other things or not, I think the key is, is this is big and this is something that I don't know that LeBron can walk away from it now without saying something else. I think that he's going to try. I think that LeBron right now is extremely excited for the season to start after this week. Yeah. And that's, and that's why I asked. And and that's why the question has to be couched in, in, this is if this happened right before the finals, because we're we're pretty simple animals when it comes to news, and yeah. the season's going to get going, and something else is going to happen, and we're going and election coverage is going to ramp up, and it, and it's going to if if nothing else happens and it stays as quiet quiet as it's been since Silver's latest statement, and then when LeBron makes this statement, <laughs> you're going to forget about it. Okay, I mean it really is. You're and it's going to be kind of an afterthought at the time because you're going to be watching hoops and there's going to be other stuff going on. It's just. It's one of those things that I, it's going to be right now. It certainly feels like it's going to be hard to forget, um, but but you know it it with time. I guess I really hope to to speak on what you just said. I really hope that that he doesn't say anything else, man. Because every yeah. time he does, it just seems to get worse and worse and worse. And 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 uh, I I hope he's done. Well, if he does, though, that's his right. And I feel like, you know, if he does, I'll listen because I am interested in how he feels about it. Sure. Uh, yeah. But it's just like we said with Joseph Sai, with the business dealings that you have, it's hard for me to look away from that's those it's a, the, the financial ties to it and seeing this stuff. And, and, and again, seeing uh, to me, it's all about 
these these buzzwords, this misinformed, this uneducated, it's like something's up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's just why are you guys doing that? Why are you guys using that so much? Uh, because Daryl Morey is not Dennis Rodman. Okay, right. I mean, right. you know, D- Daryl Morey is a smart guy, and and the again, the more and more this thing goes on, I think Daryl knew exactly what he was doing. So I do too. I, yeah. You know, I think this. I think that's extremely interesting. So, all that said, uh, what do you think? What do you think about uh, LeBron James now? Has your opinion changed any over the last uh, few weeks? Let us know uh, at upshotpodcast.com. We've got all of our replays there. Like I said, you can jump in our Facebook group. You can debate this stuff with us. We love talking about this stuff, and not at least most of the time. We're talking actual basketball. It's There's very little politics that are usually there. But when it comes up, we absolutely love to discuss this stuff, too, because it's a part of what makes the NBA the NBA. So we've got season coming up. Uh, we've got more great stuff coming up on the Upshot podcast. Make sure you check out our season preview if you haven't done that yet. That just dropped on Tuesday. We're going to be doing more of this. Of course, we've got our weekly episode that drops pretty much every beginning of the week uh right now it drops on tuesday so you can check that out every tuesday morning you're going to see an episode drop but we're going to be doing these overtime episodes when we've got games to cover we've got (laughs) things like this which who could have predicted this to cover and so make sure you let us know what you're digging if you love this make sure you jump over to itunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and uh give us a review nick you got anything else like what i mean season starts in a week we're going to season opener in memphis um and we're going to be seeing Memphis and the Bulls, right? We're, we're playing oh my the Bulls. Gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> keep, keep, keep your eyes on Brandon Clark, everybody. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, man. Keep your eyes that on guy. Clark. We that may win guy. 15 games, but Brandon Clark and Ja Morant, I'm excited. Let's build. Let's build, it's, Benny. Let's get back to basketball. It's going to be interesting. So we hope uh, you're excited about the start of the season. We're going to be covering it live coming up. We got more coming at you very, very soon. Make sure you uh, hit us up. Make sure you let us know what you're digging and make sure you subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. All right, be good. We will see you next time. You've been listening to the Upshot NBA podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to click the subscribe button so you can get a new Upshot episode every week. And make sure to leave us a review on your podcast app as soon as you're done listening.